Hello and welcome to Tara's Take, a podcast about parenting, education, and life with kids rooted in experience, expertise, and a deep commitment to lifelong learning. I'm your host, Tara Grotto, and I've spent the last two decades working with children and families in a variety of different roles and responsibilities. Along the way, I've discovered there are things parents never learned that are helpful to understand, topics in education that need discussion to support children more effectively, and bits and elements of life with kids that need to be shared more openly. My passion is making emotional regulation and social-emotional well-being understandable, relatable, and easy to implement. As part of this journey, I wrote a picture book called The Adventures of Team Brain. My goal is to help parents and caring adults build skills and tools that are fun, effective, and will support you and your child's unique needs. Today, I'll be tackling what might be fueling your power struggles with your children and how to start changing that dynamic. Okay, so conflict and challenge are part of life. It's one of those uncomfortable truths in parenting, but it's also something that's worth sitting back and thinking about because how we handle conflict impacts our relationships, our ability to set boundaries, and our general parenting experiences. When it comes to problem-solving behavior challenges or challenges in general, there can be an element of conflict involved, and there are different ways to tackle this. But first, I want to touch on something I think that is related but rarely stated. There seems to be this idea that there is some magical path where children will be joyous in their agreement about every decision or every obstacle that needs to be faced if we just find the right method to get them to agree to it. I think this is a bit of a rabbit hole because the reality of raising children is we actually have to support them with doing things they love and things that are necessary, and likely those necessary things aren't enjoyed or enjoyed at all. Stop and think for a moment. When you need to do a boring or necessary task, is your reaction one of joy or do you do a little internal grumble and then tackle it? As an extension, do you do that thing right away or do you tend to put it off? Now, I recognize that when your children do their little grumble, it's probably not internal and it might be in the form of things I like to call unwanted behaviors. Those are the byproducts of feelings that we don't like to experience can make us uncomfortable or trigger us. You know, things like yelling, crying, screaming, stomping, talking back, and so on. Now, here's the question. Does this reaction escalate things and lead to conflict or power struggles? And does this send you into rationalization mode? Are you attempting to get them to do whatever it is that needs to be done by using logic and talking a ton? Perhaps the logic you're trying to use is the same line of thinking you use on yourself. You know, to get things like the dishes done, take the garbage out, clean the toilet, finish the work task you've been putting off, and so on. In other words, are you trying to get your child to comply by talking them through? Are you trying to get your child to calm down by talking them through? Are you using a whole bunch of words to get your child to stop reacting to their feelings about the thing and just get it done? Are you trying to get them to agree with you about something they likely aren't actually ever going to, but that thing still needs to happen? When I think to myself or about myself, there's not enough words in the dictionary to convince me that I'm ever going to find cleaning the dishes fun, even though I know it's something that has to be done for so many reasons. There's nothing you can say that will make me feel any better about doing that task, and being told to do it is generally something that won't make me feel more motivated, 
or excited or ever agree to wanting to do it. It's a task. It's one I dread, and I have varying degrees of success on getting it done in a timely manner. Now, this example is pretty obvious in terms of lack of fun factor, but what about something that's less obvious? Like, you know, getting your child to go to school when you know they really enjoy being there, yet getting out the door is still the biggest nightmare of your day. In that moment, it's not about how fun school is. It's about switching their brain from home mode to school mode, and talking your way through it isn't going to flip their brain any faster. Maybe the opposite, actually. I have a great workshop on transitions inside my membership community where I dig into this topic with a lot of different kinds of strategies. Okay, if you're having an aha moment right now, you're not alone. I've been there too, and this is something I have to work on regularly. I just want my kids to understand, so I talk, 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 talk my way through it. And the truth is, it's not as helpful as I would like for it to be. Now, let's take this to the next level and figure out a different problem-solving approach. To do this, you have to think about if you have a bit of an unknown goal for problem-solving. If underlying your reaction to conflict or power struggles is trying to find a way to get your child to do the thing that needs to be done without having to witness the uncomfortable feelings and unwanted behaviors that can come along with that. In other words, to avoid your child protesting doing something they either want to do themselves and cannot yet do independently, or simply just don't want to do it. The latter happens quite a bit in my house. Nobody wants to do the laundry, but the reality is clothes don't actually clean themselves. So today's brainstorm is for you to reflect on your parenting power struggles. Is the thing that makes you uncomfortable the fact that your child is expressing feelings in a way that makes you feel disrespected, annoyed, triggered? If the answer is yes, your next step is to build some tools for emotional regulation for both you and your child. So you use tools instead of engaging in the power dynamics, particularly ones around arguing, over-talking, and using logic to power your way through. This is a core component of the work I do with parents in either one-on-one -on -one or inside the RRC membership. But for now, I wanna acknowledge, there is a part B to this conversation. The part where parents say to me, what about the situations where I don't have time to explore the whys behind what's happening? What about situations where I just need my kid to do X, Y, Z? Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in the next episode because it is another important layer. But today, I just want you to focus on the tactics and tools you're currently using to get through conflict and power struggles. I want you to think about, are you over-talking and over-explaining the whys? Start catching yourself on those, and then we can talk about how to strike a balance between validation and teaching children that adults do have a lot of experience and value, and what they say does mean you need to do things. But at the same time, you might have some feelings about it. Now, if you don't already, make sure you're following Tara's Take to be notified when new episodes go live. And if you have questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. You can do that at taragrado.ca forward slash podcast. Until next time, don't forget to brainstorm your reactions so that we can tackle the next layer together.